Welcome to our podcast, Parenting by the Pint. Enjoy the show! Greetings, Minivan Mafia! Lauren and I are longtime friends from Chicagoland that love getting together to chat about life, kids, family, and beer. Each week, we'll feature a brewery and sample at least two of their beers. We'll also discuss a variety of topics ranging from parenting, pop culture, travel, marriage, and just about anything else that comes to mind. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Hey, Lauren. We're back again. Uh, we're going on a road trip this time. We're going to talk about and drink Grand Canyon Brewing. Yeah. In honor of my spring break trip with the family. Where'd you go? The Grand Canyon. Oh, oh I oh know. My goodness. Crazy, right? That's crazy. <laughs> what a coincidence. Yes. So we're going to um, drink. Let's drink the Pilsner first. Okay. The American Pilsner. So um, I'm going to open this, and then I'll talk a little bit about Grand Canyon Brewing. I will say that I didn't actually go to Grand Canyon Brewing, even though there are like four different locations, and we drove by a couple of them. Um, So random story to start. So we're driving from the Grand Canyon down to the Phoenix area for the second half of our spring break trip. Okay. And we stop in Williams, Arizona, which is where Grand Canyon Brewing started. It's a little town just south, directly south of Grand Canyon National Park, the south rim. Okay. Um, There's literally one road that you can go out of the Grand Canyon and and it just goes south. And when it stops and it tees, that's Williams. So, all right, Williams, south of the Grand Canyon, um, tiny town, not a whole lot going on there. We stopped for lunch at this little Mexican restaurant. It was very good. Awesome. Uh, and so I'm going to to pay, and they have a bunch of beer in their cooler to sell to go. And I was like, Whoa. that looks good. Uh, can I just buy this to take? And the guy's like, yeah, yeah, sure. Here, you get 20% off or some percentage off if you pay me with cash. And I was like, all right, cool. I got cash. So <laughs> I bought a couple cans of Grand Canyon Brewing beer and here we at are. the Mexican restaurant in Williams, Arizona. Love uh, it. And love uh, it. that is how we have obtained the uh, beer that we're drinking now. Well, <laughs> in the hope that I would not forget to say it later, based on our conversation for tonight, mm-hmm. I want to say this now. Yes. And then we'll, we'll circle yes, yes, back yes. and you can tell me about Grand sure. Canyon Brewing. But, um, and we can taste this lovely beer. When my husband and I were researching the trip we're going on over yes, the yes, summer, yes. he was very interested in looking for um, like brew pubs and things like that that maybe have food, but also maybe give us a chance to try some beer. Sure, local, we're unique. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Visiting. And uh, he found a place near our Airbnb that had microphone brewing (laughs) on tap. Holy cow. And I'm going to say it because, you know, I don't want to hold you in suspense. We're going to Italy. Yeah, exactly. And he found a place in Rome, Italy. microphone. That has microphone brewing on tap, which is a brewery in Elk Elk Grove Grove Village, Village, Illinois. Yes. That is... 
Not massive. How on earth did that make it all the I way know. to Rome? I've been meaning to send them a Facebook message. You literally and be like, Can you explain like, to me yes. why you're on tap at this bar? You, re- do you, have you honestly there? should. Like, I really am curious. And probably respond and be like, oh, yeah, we do. Yeah. That's actually my cousin. We, seriously, I need. we need to follow up. So Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, no, this was just at the Mexican restaurant. That's, so that's pretty how I, Not a bottle shop. Not anything. Mexican restaurant. That's how I got my beer. Well, so, let's try this Pilsner. We're going to drink some Pilsner. Mm-mm-mm. Smells, smells like, like a pilsner. pilsner. <laughs> <laughs> and that it does. Woo! Mm. Mm. It tastes like a pilsner, but it's got... So here's the thing. There's some pilsners that are light and bland, and then there's some that are flavorful. This one, to me, is more flavorful. Absolutely. I was going to say exactly the same thing. Uh, it's, it's just the flavor in a Pilsner can be so subtle. Mm-hmm. And so when you get one that just like, yeah, kind of awakens like the it, senses a yeah. little bit. And you know, it's not an, an elaborate, complicated flavor no. beer, but it just, it's, it's, of course it's crisp and clean and it checks mm-hmm. all the boxes that every Pilsner would check. Yeah. A good Pilsner would check. Right, right, right. But it's just got that little bit of like. It's got that extra body Sweet, to it. Yeah. Malty, creamy, like, mm-hmm. but light flavor. It's got a great maltiness to it. Yeah. Like, it's got a, it just, it it kind of melts in your mouth, that malty flavor to it. It's it's a really good, solid Pilsner. So Absolutely. I yeah. very much enjoy it. Tell yeah. me about yeah. Grand Canyon Brewing. All right. Grand Canyon Brewing is actually a veteran-owned um, brewery. Okay. So John uh, and his brothers opened it in 2007. John got out of the U.S. Navy in 2006, um, moved back to, or not back to, moved to Williams, Arizona, which was their family kind of vacation area when they were kids. So his brothers already had actually been there. They opened um, like a souvenir shop. It was a a trading post store. Uh, He actually purchased... Um, I think 2000, I don't remember what year it was, maybe right after he got out of the Navy, he uh, purchased Cruiser's Route 66 Cafe, uh, okay. and his brothers had already owned, um, it was called White Horse Trading Post, so it was a store and a cafe that okay. their family owned, and in 2007, him and his brothers decided they were going to start brewing um, and founded Grand Canyon Brewing, so it's been around for quite a while now um and they've they've done well they started in williams um in 2017 they expanded and relocated just a mile down the road to a larger complex a five acre compound with a 40 barrel brew house new canning line you know i mean it was a decade later so they figured out what they could do couldn't do when they first started brewing they actually only sold their beer at their store and at their cafe so they were kind of the first year We're just experimenting with what worked and what didn't work. And since they already had the means to distribute there locally, they gave it a shot to see what would work. Um, And from there, then they figured out what would work and expanded. So in 2017, they expanded. Um, Shortly after that, they actually expanded into distilling. So they also distill now spirits, whiskeys. They started with using just 100% Arizona sourced grains to do that. Um, nice. They make uh, vodka, rum, gin, 
whiskey and now not back then but now they do ready to drink kind of canned cocktails like a lot of other places are sure. doing yeah. um so so yeah so then in 2019 they opened a second location in flagstaff with another barrel house that was much smaller so five barrel brew house to make small batch type beers so then they had multiple locations um 2022 they opened another location in page arizona um if you're in that area it's northeast of the main grand canyon national park but a lot of people know page because of horseshoe bend which is a super famous kind of um area if you saw a picture of it you would probably recognize it but they bought an old firehouse and converted it into a brew house in page um yeah and they actually used the original brewing system from their first williams location there so recycling um yeah so they're also still working on expanding their flagstaff location but then they opened a fourth location in Kingman, Arizona, which is just west of Williams. Um, they have a brew pub there. They actually bought what was already a brewery um, that oh, was just okay. relocating. And I really want to visit this brewery because it's called the Rickety Cricket. Uh, and I kind of love the name. Yeah. So if I'm ever back out that way, I'm totally trying there. But they just <laughs> relocated. So they okay. didn't close, but they did buy the facility that they were using in Kingman. So um, so now nice. they... And that was in 2023. Like That opened in like January or February. Oh, so it was only fresh. a couple months ago. Yeah. So, so now they have four locations, which is kind of crazy um they use or try to use local retailers and sources um and you know they're they're really into which totally makes sense trying to get kind of in the big touristy areas so um which again that That does make sense yeah they also have a grand canyon brewing cabin and airbnb that's on the property right next to the brewery that if you want you can rent and stay right right on site um and yeah so pretty cool then one of the beers we're gonna drink the next beer we're gonna drink actually um later in the podcast is a beer that makes up 50 percent of their entire beer production in a year yeah yeah, and they make Dang. about a dozen different beers every year, along with their spirits. And this particular beer makes huh. up 50% of their production. That's crazy, a right? high number. Yeah. yeah. Especially for a, a craft brewery that makes, like, other things, and it's not just, like, Miller Lite, Bud Light. Like, yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. Well, like you said, I mean, they have, like, a dozen yeah, different beers. A dozen or more different beers a year that and they're 50% producing. 50% of, Half of their them production is, is this that. beer. Yeah. That's so. pretty cool. So anyway, so I haven't made it there. I would. There's <laughs> lots of opportunities if you're in Arizona to make it there. This is not distributed widely. So sure. you're going to get it in like Wyoming, Arizona, Nevada. Like, that's kind of it. Yeah, they were one of the few first breweries to actually expand into the Nevada area from there. Um, but it's you're not going to get it here. So you got to go out west to find it. So... But if you're in Arizona, which is a very popular place to travel to, give them a shot. And you got lots of different, four different locations that you can try. So Sounds pretty good. Yeah. So and this Pilsner is, is very tasty. Yeah. So. I'm really enjoying this. Mm-hmm. And I will enjoy 
drinking it while we talk about summer plans. Yes. Which is perfect because this is summer. This is summer. We're it's getting summery. There. The weather's nice. I was just in Arizona and we were swimming because it was 80. Ugh. So, well, that not in the Grand amazing. Canyon. In the Grand Canyon, it was like 23 degrees. But that's crazy. When you get south, it was. It was nice. Yeah, I will say the Grand Canyon was great. We put forth a lot of planning uh, into our vacation. It was a very busy week. Um, and I feel like a lot of planning goes into family vacations. That is exactly <laughs> the perfect segue for what I would like to discuss. Because I proposed this topic, and I know we always kind of touch on our seasonal plans yeah. in an episode here and there, What's you know, next? approximately four times a year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I was have been looking forward to talking about summer plans because I'm excited about yeah, this summer. Sure. We actually have plans, which we didn't really have any spring plans, mm, but it's because mm. our summer plans are so it's elaborate. Massive. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but you touched on that you guys were very busy and that you mm -hmm. made a lot of plans. And that's what I'm going to get at. So okay. let me start out by saying that we are going on a big European vacation yeah. this summer. We are going to fly from Chicago. We're going to spend one night in Reykjavik, Iceland, Oops. and do a little bit of driving around, see you're a volcano. Gonna, you're going to preview for when we go. I'm going to get the feel the for things. Yes, yes. So that Lauren and I can plan our ladies' trip, yes. where we just go from hot spring to hot spring yeah. and drink beer. Yeah, that's literally which, what we're going to do. But I'll get a few glances yes, at things yes. like that <laughs> and can report back. I like it. With hopefully a positive <laughs> review. So, yes, one night in Reykjavik. And then we are going to continue our trip over to Rome, Italy, mm -hmm. and then move to Florence, go to Bologna, mm -hmm. and then we're going to jump on an airplane and fly to Naxos, Greece, yep. which is an island in the Aegean with all those other cool little Greek islands. Yep. And then we're <laughs> going to finish up in Athens and head home exhausted after 17 days. You will be exhausted. That is what I keep hearing from people. I refuse to be concerned about it. <laughs> I think you'll be okay. We were gone even just domestic for 10 days. And I posted all of our pictures on Facebook over the last couple of days. And I went back through them and listed all of the different places we went right. to. And I was like, okay, like we flew into Phoenix and then drove the three and a half hours in a snowstorm Whoa. to the Grand Canyon. It was snowing directly at me, like Whoa. whiteout conditions. At nine o'clock at night in the pitch black, it Ooh. was fantastic. Um, we made it. Safely. Sounds like a vacation. Um, <laughs> we did the Grand Canyon. We did a helicopter tour over the Grand Canyon. We headed south. We went to Montezuma's Castle. We did a whole bunch of things outside. We went to a spring training game, the zoo, the science center, the butterfly place rescue <laughs> i don't know conservatory thing yeah, conservatory i think that's uh, right <laughs> we went up to we did the saguaro desert tour and tortilla flats and canyon lake and superstition mountains and like literally just kept listing all these things i'm like holy crap we did a lot of things and in yeah. the middle of that we also flew to california and back for the wedding so i was like we just did stuff there was a lot of stuff and that well, was just here yeah so like going to europe I feel like there's just going to be like so many things. Well, to and see. that's really kind of where I'm at right now. So yeah. we're about two months away okay. from leaving, just a hair over two months. Okay. 
And I'm struggling with mm-hmm. how much I want to plan versus how much I want to have some freedom. Mm-hmm. Because whether you've been to Rome before or not, you do realize that there are what I would consider essential things you have to, you can't go to Rome and not see the Colosseum sites. or the Vatican. Yes, you cannot go to Rome and not go opinion. to the Colosseum. Like you, you absolutely yeah. must and you must go inside. You yeah. can't just see it. From the outside. You have to go inside and we, see where the gladiators fought. I would agree with that. And having been to Rome, I would agree with that. Right. So Well, like I said, yeah. whether you've been there before or not, you there is just like a small list. Yes. And you can, a you place can like skip Rome, the that forum. list is You don't bigger. need to go there. Yeah, no, everybody <laughs> always says that. Although I did discover there is a cat sh- sanctuary in the forum. Sweet. I've been we to the forum. Be we did that. it. But if you're only going once and you need to like hit the highlights, you could you skip, skip the form. You have yeah. to go to the cost. <laughs> yeah. That's not negotiable. Yeah. So where I'm at currently mm-hmm. is whether or not, you know, we want to have a little bit more of formal like mm. tours of places oh, versus okay. do we want to do like an audio tour of some things? Do we want to just kind of walk around and learn about some stuff? Yeah. I could read about some things and mm-hmm. just talk about it yeah. if we're walking around town, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, another factor to consider is how expensive tours are. Yeah. Even small groups, even not just a private tour, even small group tours are Hundreds of dollars. And they're by person, usually. And it's and per person. Four, yeah. And, you know, I, it's hard to justify doing that, let's say, once a day yeah. on mm-hmm. a 17-day trip. And even take out a couple of travel days in there and say two weeks. Yeah. 14 That's days of $400 tours. I don't have yeah. that. That's, no, that's I not did not insure the trip for that much. That's not the budget. Yeah. That's not. That's too much. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. so on top of everything else that, you know, food and tickets to things and yeah, yeah. hotels and for sure. transportation. And just the trains and bus or whatever you're going to take when yeah. you get places. Like, exactly. All those on. In my. Also, I think that this would depend on whether you're with family or with children so my children um would do better with shorter tours like you could go on a five-hour vatican tour if you wanted to there's zero chance of us ever doing that right no i would not do that but the coliseum is something that is to me interesting and also sometimes you can get into areas that you can't get into in the public if you do Exactly. Tours. So there's so many factors of like what benefits do you get with a tour company and how long is this tour going to be? Yes. So my my perspective has been no tours over two hours long. I would totally and, be on board with that. Yeah. And the number of tours that we are doing is pretty minimal. Mm-hmm. Um, we are touring the Vatican. We are going mm-hmm. to the Vatican Museum, which is a lot of art. Yeah. If you've never been there, and um, it, I am not versed well enough to walk around and point to things and talk to how, talk to my kids about how these are tapestries the things are significant need. because yeah. blah 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 blah. Yeah, I'm just that's, that's not going to happen yeah. for me. So a yeah. tour of the Vatican Museum has value, and if it doesn't take four and a half hours, yeah. it will be enjoyable. We did a tour. We did with, with Angel Tours. Um, I feel like the Vatican tours, the good thing about them is you could spend 
two days walking around. Yes. But with the tour, in theory, you would hit the most highlights. Yes. So, like, you could walk around a room for an hour because there's stuff everywhere. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's like a hoarder's house. No idea what is the most significant things to look at unless you had someone being like, look at this painting in this room and, and then why. we're going to go next yeah. door. And, well, and yeah. we intentionally booked a family-friendly, like child-centered oh, yes. tour to the Vatican That's Museum. Good. So I didn't, sorry, that was my cat exploding. <laughs> uh, he's fine. I didn't do that with many things. Sure, um, yeah. But in that case I did because it's, it is historically and culturally and artistically significant, and I wanted them to be able to appreciate it mm-hmm. and understand it and not get bored with it. Yes. Yeah. Um, whereas, you know, there's some other elements, and you mentioned the Colosseum, and that is actually where my problem lies. Mm, okay. So the Colosseum is tricky. It's not hard to get tickets. It's mm. not even hard to get those skip-the-line tickets, yeah. which is what everybody tries to do with everything, mm-hmm. which I think just creates a different line but we'll get there you're still in a line yeah it's just a my shorter line just line. moves yeah. faster yeah anyway i'm sure it does <laughs> here's the problem mm-hmm. the way that the coliseum works is there is basically the coliseum people mm-hmm. they sell the tickets to enter the coliseum tour companies and everybody else mm-hmm can buy tickets on your behalf and can take you inside and they can give you a tour of the Coliseum. There's different levels of the Coliseum. They are letting people into the underground areas, which Uh they didn't used to do, which is supposed to be really interesting. I have never been down there. I've never been down there, yeah. So I don't know when that was there. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know when that started, but it was was after I have last been there. Mm -hmm. And um, it's supposed to be very cool. However, to get a tour... That will take you into the underground area. You're looking at spending like $150 a person. They're very, very expensive. Yeah. Unless you can get tickets for the tour that the Coliseum has. Mm. The actual Coliseum tour tour. is like $30 a -hmm. person and kids are free. Oh, nice. Kids are free to enter the Coliseum, yeah. and the tour for the kids is like 10 bucks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Great, right? If you can <laughs> get them. Yeah. It's impossible yeah. to get. And not because they go, they sell out right away, mm-hmm. because I am a wizard. I can oh, yeah, get tickets yeah, to anything. Yeah. I can <laughs> do anything. I have never failed. Yeah. Okay? You, if, it, if it is not a lottery where you are randomly pulling names out mm-hmm. of a hat, I will get tickets to the thing I want to go yeah, to. Fair. That is how I am. <laughs> it is my area. Yes. That's not how the – that's not the problem. Mm-hmm. The problem is that they make the tickets available at, at random times that have no logic or sense at all. <laughs> Sometimes it's 30 days before your date. Sometimes it's 30 days before your date to the hour of the tour that you want. (laughs) Sometimes it's 30 days before your date, but like seven hours after your tour, which would be the middle of the night in Italy. (laughs) Which makes absolutely no sense. But they just opened up a bunch of tickets to the three o'clock tour 30 (laughs) days from now. But it's 11 o'clock at night in Italy. Who is doing this? What is happening on this website? I can't figure it out. I've been stalking it because I'm not at 30 days. I got another 30. Yeah, to, to even get figure to it point. out. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes they open up a bunch of tickets like four days before. I'm looking at the calendar today. 
and there's a bunch of tours for April 17th. And I'm just like, what is going on? And I don't want to wait until four days before to buy my tickets to the Coliseum. No, I get that. Yeah. I will say that when we were there, we did not book with a tour company. Yeah. We actually wound up getting a tour the day of because they had a bunch of extra tickets that they just willy-nilly let it happen. That is very interesting. So we just went... They the base the underground was not open, but everything else we yeah. saw, and so we just now I'm not saying you should do that. I'm just saying what we did because we had already booked a tour for the Vatican, which I thought was important because otherwise yeah, we would be sure. wandering around like aimless people, and the Colosseum. We were like, you know what? We're just gonna see what happens, and we're gonna go no matter what. But they happen to have tours That's really available, cool. and so we just booked it with them. But I didn't want to spend the hundred and plus dollars with a tour company for that's it. That's brilliant. So... I think that's actually kind of a genius idea. My thought process was now just buying the tickets from the Coliseum mm. website, still not straightforward, right. still not super easy. <laughs> yeah. Not as bad. But you could you can figure it's feasible yeah, you can do because it. they sell quite a lot of them. Yes, yes. But so possibly what I can do, what I've decided I'm going to do is at the thirty day mark, if Look. tours do not <laughs> yeah. appear Mm-hmm. on the day that I would like to go. And I have a little bit of leeway mm-hmm. with the days that we're sure, in Rome. because you're going to be there multiple days. Yeah. yeah. Um, if they do not appear within a day or two of 30. the 30-day yeah. mark, <laughs> I will just buy regular tickets yeah. to the Coliseum. And we also looked into an audio tour. Well, so like Rick too. Steves and stuff and other yeah. comp- things have audio tours that you can do, which was our backup, I guess. But we wound up just that's being my, able to. That's yeah. my backup plan yeah. is to do an audio tour of the Coliseum. We're also planning. So we're going to move on to Florence after Rome. Mm-hmm. And we're planning to go to the Galleria dell'Accademia, which is where the David, David is. Yeah, we went there too. Yeah. And we mm-hmm. will m- almost definitely do the audio tour yeah. that's there. That's all we did Because yeah. I know the kids aren't going to last long at that no. place. But I want them to learn as much about David as possible. Yeah. And the tour, I already looked at it. It's okay. like 20 minutes of yeah. this guy talking about David. Yeah, we that just literally did. did that. That's yeah. all we did when we went there. Um, there were a couple other things we did when we – I mean, Florence is cool. Like, you got to go to the Duomo and, like, you know, do the yes. things. And, yeah. But the tour, yeah, of there, we were like, we don't really need to see anything Yeah, else. I kind like, of – we walked around a little, but we're like – especially if I was with the kids – they, that, there's well, so much art and everywhere. There's, <laughs> there's an incredible museum in Florence called the Uffizi mm-hmm. that has oh, yes. a ton of Renaissance yes. art, sculptures, paintings, mm-hmm. everything. My kids would never survive that place. No, because I they'd can't be bored out of their mind. Yeah. They As won't... adults, very interesting, especially if you, you know, appreciate Well, sure, because art. you could walk through a room where you're looking at a time period and you could be like, this is an interesting painting style. And then you walk into the next room and you see the next time period and you yeah. can see the difference. And as an adult, yes, you can have a conversation with another right. adult about what you learned. But the kids don't care. Kids don't do that. They're <laughs> no, not going to do not that, especially when I already dragged them to the Vatican exactly. Museum, which I have to you, take them You got to highlight the things that like they will recall and that it will have an impact but yeah. not that's what we it that's the thing too like when we are all of our vacations now that we've learned how to do them better <laughs> we usually plan for one concrete thing that we're going to do each day that's kind of what and I then meant. everything else and even some days we just say these are some things we could do today doesn't mean we're going to 
but we could. And so the things that we definitely want to do, the things we book and we make tickets for, buy tickets for, mm-hmm. plan in advance, tours, etc. Yeah. And then there's here's the list of we're going to wake up today and say or figure out yesterday, like, what are we doing tomorrow? Sure. And be like we can be a little bit more flexible with some days because even in the middle of the trip, there were, was a day that our kids were like, we don't want to do anything. Like we just need a re- day to like relax and like we can go for a walk or go, yeah. go eat or hang out or sit at the park, but we don't want to listen to anyone else tell us about things or like yeah. read anything. So you need some of that kind of yeah, in between. Yeah, built a little bit of that into kind of each day even. Mm-hmm. Like like you said, there's yeah. like, we there's booked a thing. Vatican tour, so yeah. we have to go to the Vatican that specific day, right? Sure. We will buy tickets for the Coliseum, and they will be for a particular yeah. day. They won't be on the same day, by the way. No, God, no, you can't do that. We the will kids not go would to those two things on revolt. the same day. Yeah. Yeah. That would be... No. A huge mistake. Yeah. Um, Mike really wants to go to the Appian Way and see the mm. aqueducts, which oh, is cool. kind of like a big national state park, park I guess yeah. you could say, uh, a little bit on the outskirts of Rome mm-hmm. that's just like walking around. Yeah. So we have a couple of mornings where we don't have anything planned. Whatever morning seems to be the nicest. Yeah. We will go. go it's a short cab ride. Yeah. We'll go over there. We'll walk around for as long as we feel like walking around. Mm-hmm. We'll check out the aqueducts, which are supposed to be cool. Yeah. And then we'll just go back to the Airbnb and we'll have lunch. Yeah. And then we'll. No, that's good. Yeah. Go walk to the fountain or we'll, you know, and we just. Sure. We do have a little bit of that kind of filled in. I would say the only day that. Is probably like a where there's no flexibility. Is our time in Florence is really short. Which we have the sense. day we arrive. Yeah. We have one day in Florence, and then we have the day we leave. You don't really need a ton of time in Florence. Yeah, so, I'm sure yeah. there are people that are listening that are offended by that statement because some people believe Florence is like the best city in Italy yeah, but with kids. It's yeah, there's it's just not, not for kids. a lot. It's not. And there's like, not enough cool architecture and right. a lot of That's Renaissance the thing. art. Like, and after the <laughs> and kids wine. see so many of those things, they're not going to care yeah. anymore. So that's the problem. Like, we honestly, we went to an amusement park in the middle of our trip because we were like, the kids just need to do something fun and well, mindless for a day. Yeah. Well, and we, so we're moving from Florence to Bologna, which yeah. is more central Italy. Mm-hmm. And our time in Bologna, we are staying in an agriturismo, which is like a farm oh, resort. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Sort of, okay. if that's what you wanted me to translate it into. Yeah, yeah. And it's got a pool and oh, a hot perfect. tub. And it's actually the one that we're staying at is a vineyard. So oh, they nice. have wine tastings and they have a restaurant and you can eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner there. Cool. That's so actually we really could nice. Hypothetically, literally yeah. just stay just there stay for there three and days. They could swim and, do and they nothing. can just relax. And we will, yeah. we're going to go to a national park nearby. They have an area where you can like swim by a waterfall cool. and yeah. it's an easy hike. Mm-hmm. And we might, one thing that Mike and I have been talking about is. In Italy, they call them cheese factories. <laughs> they're not dairies. They're not whatever. They're called cheese factories. factories. Literally in Italian, that's what it translates okay. <laughs> to cheese factory, where they make Parmigiano Reggiano, which okay. is what they make yep. in Emilia Romana, which is the area that Bologna is yep. in. And I was learning about it. And of course, every single tour of the cheese factory ends in a With tasting of cheese. cheese. Yes, of course. And of course. <laughs> that region is also the region that makes prosciutto 
and it's balsamic vinegar. You literally just have a meal of cheese and prosciutto. Yes. Like that's... So the tastings <laughs> at these places yeah. are cheese and prosciutto <laughs> and balsamic yeah. and bread. <laughs> that's and what, I, all I need for food. Yeah. So I was like, I think we should go to the cheese factory. And my little one yeah. was like, can we just eat the cheese? I don't want to learn about the cheese. <laughs> and I was like, no. Uh, yeah, that's we're not going how these to learn work. about the cheese. <laughs> Because it's actually a very reasonably priced thing ah, to visit. Even better, yeah. And the tour is like 40 minutes. Oh, so it's, it's like it's manageable. Yeah. Phase one of making cheese, phase two of making cheese, phase three of making cheese. Let's eat, eat the, the cheese. cheese. That sounds perfect. And yes. then you're done. Yeah. It's not complicated. I mean, we went on mm-hmm. tours at Vineyards when we were in oh, Napa. Yeah. Those tours, which were pretty simple and not elaborately yeah, long, yeah. were longer than this tour yeah, is. So the and cheese <laughs> tour should be fine. Yes. Yeah. My husband was very excited. hes I won't say he gets that way about many things, but he was like, oh, yeah, let's go to the cheese factory. So that, that also brings me to a thought on um, just vacation planning in general. So different families that I've talked to handle this differently, but... There are ultimately people who do not enjoy the same things going on the same trip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how you handle, like, does everybody get to pick something? Like yeah. a day or something that they're interested in doing. Mm-hmm. In Europe, it's a little different because there's not as many different things as there are domestically. And there are things that you're like, well, you're here, you have to see. But like yes. a U.S. trip, you know, like my son, he was Googling places he wanted to see in Arizona or eat at or do sure. things. And, you know, like they got, you know, we would ask them, well, what do you want to do of this list or what does your sister want to do? Yeah, sure. And then the other question I was talking to my boss, because he was on vacation the same week I was actually, was when they went, they went somewhere else. They went to Tennessee. But their whole family didn't do every day together. Sure. So, like, there was a day that his wife and his daughter were like, we want to go do this. And he was like, I don't. I'm going to stay home. You know, we don't generally do that. Split up. But you could if there's well, things that you're like... This son, this kid wants to go do this. The other kid doesn't care. Well, you know that is something that could happen with the day that we talked about maybe going to the waterfall and going mm-hmm. hiking. I'm not like super yeah, into that idea. Yeah. Like I, I'm not saying I won't do it. But I certainly won't be activities. left by myself. Sure, okay? sure, sure. Yeah. But because we've also agreed that everyone has a buddy and that you will always be with your buddy. Mm-hmm. No one's going to ever be by themselves. themselves. While there have been occasions where, let's say, hypothetically, I have uh, when we've gone to Disney, mm-hmm. you know, we've allowed the kids to run down the hall and go into my parents oh, sure, room and hang sure. out. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. won't be doing stuff like that. Right. My yeah. kids will be with me at all times. Yes. I will not go to the rooftop bar even no, without, without them. Yeah, I agree. will grab a glass of wine and come, and back, come back to down. the room. Yep. And my husband Same. will stay in the room. Yeah, your kids no one, will never be the, by, without a parent. No one will time. ever be alone. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so that will never happen. But if you and your youngest don't feel like going sure. on a hike, maybe yeah. it's too hot. Maybe we got bit by bugs the night before. Whatever. Yeah, we don't knows? feel whatever like it. Whatever the reason is. You don't stay feel like it. Stay in. We're... You going just want to go eat gelato instead. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I will say one other thing that we're going to do near Bologna is uh, that is where Lamborghini and Ferrari are. Oh, my kids. The, the twins and Ducati. The out of there. Ducati yeah. is also there. Okay. Um, so they got everything. Yep. <laughs> uh, and we, 
are probably going to go to Ferrari. Mm -hmm. It's the closest to the train station, Uh, and we're going to maybe take the train there. So I think that convenience-wise is going to work out. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, so the kids are really going to love that. And Mm -hmm. it's just a museum. We're not going to do a tour. Sure. We're not going to do anything fancy. We're just going to walk around and look at cool cars. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's the whole thing. They got some history stuff about Ferrari, but you know, if you don't want to read the panel, I'm not going to force yeah, you. Exactly. It's all good. Yep. And then we moved to Noxos, which is the island, and it yeah. is literally like we don't have to do anything. Yeah, We're there for four it. nights. Yeah. If you don't want to leave the beach slash hotel, right. we don't have, have to. to. We just have to eat at some point. Yeah. And we're running a car, and mm-hmm. since it's an island and it's so small, we we're like, well, let's find the best places to oh, eat yeah, on this entire sure. island and, and just go, go to there. those. Yeah. And there's a couple of sites here and there, although that's another occasion where I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to plan a whole lot. Because sure. like, like, you could wing that more so than other places. Yeah. So. I mean, you know, I don't know if you've ever researched other places in Europe that are not mm-hmm. Italy. But when you do, sometimes they say stuff like, Oh, while you're here in Valencia, Spain, you can see our cool Roman ruins. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, I saw those yeah, in exactly. Rome. It's not that I don't want to see your ruins, you guys. Right, yeah. <laughs> but we've done this. Yeah. So what, what, do you, what else you got for so, me? Yeah. <laughs> while I would enjoy seeing some things on the island... If there's comparable versions of that that thing you've already in been to Athens yeah. later in the trip, mm-hmm. I don't know if I need to see it on the island. Yeah, that's you know totally I mean? fair. Yeah. So we're hopefully going to have some low key, and that would also be an opportunity for people to kind of divide and conquer because yeah. mm-hmm. we'll have the car. So if yeah, so people Mike stay by the beach and Abraham yeah. want to go walk some towns, and, yeah. and me and my oldest want to hang out at the beach, or vice versa, for, we can do that. Can yeah, yeah. So we're we're not doing an big trip in the summer i mean we do a handful of camping trips every year so we will do Mm -hmm. that um and then we are doing some sort of road trip in august and it will probably be for probably eight eight days ish eight or nine days cool so we're gonna go east this time instead of west so we're gonna do ohio and pennsylvania Um, we're gonna go to hocking hills Possibly. So distinct possibility on the list. They've so, got, well, you'll probably bring your camper, but we, um, they we have are. cool tree houses there. Yeah, we are going to bring the camper. Uh, but Hocking will, Hills is really yeah. cool. That was on Mike's road trip mm-hmm. back with the car. Oh, okay, cool. So yeah, there's yeah. a couple places in Ohio that we might stop, and then we're going to make our way out to Hershey. So oh, we're going to yeah. do Hershey, Pennsylvania. And then there's a couple other things. that There's a handful of things in Pennsylvania to do and see. So we're nice. in the midst of just even starting to think about it. That's but, but really cool. When we do, we usually ask the twins to be like, "All right, find something you guys want to do, and we'll add it to the list some one of the days." Yeah. So there's this like, not cheese, but it's ice cream factory. So you oh, yeah. go through the process of how to make ice cream, and then you make your own ice cream flavor. Oh, that's and cool. Eat that. So they're like, "We want to do that," and I was like, "Yep, totally on board for this." Yeah, <laughs> like... they have one of those actually in Bologna. They have a gelato museum. Yes, and yes. it's the same same <laughs> yep. idea. Mm-hmm. But the days that the museum is open is like completely random. Oh, and so <laughs> in the scheme of things, I don't believe that it's going it to work happen. out for yeah. us. 
<laughs> but, because I'm like, so, oh, it's a, yeah, it's like one, it's like open from like ten to one on the day we arrive, but we get there at twelve thirty. Yeah, it's not gonna work. We're out. not going. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so we're we're literally at the beginning stages of planning our end of summer vacation. So we will see how that goes. But there are different ways to to do things like i said you was talking to my boss and he's like oh yeah no we split up a number cool. of times and they have three kids just like we do and they're like the oldest wanted to do this so they did but we didn't or yeah. vice versa the youngest wanted to but the oldest didn't have an interest you know and there's a pretty big age difference for them so okay. that makes a little bit more sense um but you sure. know my oldest might not have the patience to do some of the things that my well, young, yeah the well twins and you've, do. you've talked yeah. before about how he doesn't do well with like multiple stops in a day type yeah. activities mm-hmm. where if you take him from a to b to c mm-hmm. to d that by that by d he's, he's just done. like yeah. we need to go <laughs> i will say he did fantastic that's awesome on spring break not that's a awesome. single like like a couple times he was like go home and i was like i know dude but just like give me some time and he, no like meltdowns no tantrums wonderful nothing so Great. we had a really pleasant that's trip. good. Like we, yeah, that's my was, chief concern. With, yeah, and we with my trip. <laughs> stupid plane. So like we pre-boarded with him, with our family, and so we were on the the plane, and we're just going to Arizona, but then we had to wait for everybody to board, which was like a good forty minutes. Yeah, and then we went out to the tarmac, and they had to de-ice the plane for another fifteen minutes. Oof. And then with the headwinds it was a four hour flight. So we were on that plane for over five hours. Oof. Just on the way there. Which I know you're flying to Europe, so but it's only like two hours more uh, yeah. than that. My flight to get from there. Chicago to Reykjavik is six hours and ten right. minutes. Yeah. We were on our and plane it's at night. for so hopefully... five hours at like one o'clock in the afternoon, which Oof. is the worst time to fly because then they're hungry halfway through. Yeah. I literally went and I got um Billy Goat cheeseburgers to bring on the plane with us because i'm yeah. like they're gonna be hungry in an hour like I, we need to feed you we just talked about that meal plan for the day we leave yeah. and how we're gonna get to the airport because mm-hmm. you have to go through customs right. and everything yeah um how we're gonna get to the airport so early that we're gonna probably have dinner at the airport which makes sense yeah and how we're gonna address that or we you know you can bring sandwiches we might bring sandwiches for the kids because they kind of prefer that sometimes sure. anyway yeah or do we want to make time to you know are we gonna have time for a meal do we want to do that they're yeah. probably not serving a meal on the plane right. maybe breakfast right but you not know? your your options are yeah are, yeah are limited there so anyway so that's why we were i was like we could probably fly to europe at this point because he did fine oh, he didn't even amazing. need to get up that's wonderful he was totally fine occupied the whole time like no issues whatsoever so knock on wood things went well all right so we're gonna drink our last beer this is a prickly pear wheat ale this makes up 50 percent of their production mm. Which is crazy. Um, prickly pear comes from a type of cactus, uh, and it's not found everywhere, which is why it's unique. Wow. This tastes like... So I've had prickly pear things while okay. we were out there. It is not sweet, like okay. you would think. Like We had yeah. prickly pear gelato, and it had a fruity-ish flavor but it doesn't have a natural sweetness to it i like this yeah this This is is interesting Mm -hmm. we could have beer most said this and Mm. i would have been very intrigued this yes this is because this would have been a very subtle change from the 
Prosecco champagne flavor. Yes. Um, but in a really good way, in my opinion. It's a very mellow flavor to me. Yeah. People say, like, they sometimes say, like, it's a combination of, like, a raspberry and a watermelon, but without the sweetness. Yeah. I was going to say kind of watermelon. Yeah, A little bit of watermelon. So it's, yeah. But it comes from a, a certain cactus family. Um and yeah, so it's again, it's unique to certain areas of the That's world. That's interesting. Yeah, we went to a place called Tortilla Flat, which is the largest seller. It's a population of like seven of prickly pear gelato in the world. And we had never had it before. And we all had it because when you're there, you have to do that. Right. Um, and we were all like, even the kids liked it. But it wasn't overly sweet, even in a gelato. Yeah, it's not super sugary. It's not super sweet, but it just gives a kind of unique, yeah, flavor. I to like it. it. I yeah. like this flavor. Mm-hmm. So I figured since good. this is half the production, we I needed mean, to at least drink this. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's it's good. Like it's a good tasting beer it's like it's a very light beer with a little bit of fruity flavor but it's not anywhere near overwhelming and it's just very mellow to me yes i like it this was Mm -hmm. a good one good job grand canyon so yeah anyways all right that's wrapping up our uh grand canyon trip and talking about our summer trips yeah well and one last thing lauren and i do have some summer plans together we are going to go to imagine dragons and ajr uh in milwaukee for summer fest Mm -hmm. and i'm really excited i'm taking my little one and she's taking the twins yep and he's very excited. He talks about it more than our big vacation, which is going to end like right before right this before concert. Right before the concert. So we'll see where he's at yes. at that point. Um, but yeah, so we've got some plans yeah. together. Hopefully more than just that one yes. thing. I'm sure we're going we to have to plan at least things. visit a brewery at some point, right? We need to get on that. Like we need to take at least like a, one overnight somewhere and pick yes. a brewery somewhere. Yeah. So we should we should really figure like out what the special Which brewery, brewery in Madison be. do you want it to be? <laughs> yes. I'm I'm in. I'm totally in. It's a totally drivable go, distance. I like Madison. Let's right. talk about Let's that. Let's do it. We got lots of <laughs> options. That we could just brewery hop there. Yes. We could take one night totally. and we can just visit a, a few breweries. All right, I'm in. Great. We just got to put on the Before calendar. Before the end of the summer. All right. Pinky I like swear. it. Sounds good. I'm <laughs> okay. in. All right. Catch you guys next time. Bye. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the latest musings from Parenting by the Pint. Be sure to find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts. Have a great week, and cheers to you all. Bye.